Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Alex and I'm joined this week by Daniel Kruper. Hello. And also by Diddy Kong Dale. Hello, that's not my full name. That's public. That's that public. not my Christian name. Taylor Dale. Dale. <laughs> that's what Rory always calls you. <laughs> Behind my back. Never says it to my face. <laughs> literally behind your back going, when Pale Ale Dale is on the podcast. Should uh, we what? tell the story of that? Just for a bit of context, I think. Well, Diddy Kong Dale is just because, because uh, your name kind of... Like, Alliteration, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's Pale, it. And Pale Ale Dale, mainly rhyming. And before <laughs> Dale joined the podcast, we are like, oh, we should call him Pale Ale Dale. Because everyone here at IGN is a bit of a fan of the Pale Ale, apart mm-hmm. from Tilly. Yeah. Straight up blogger, man. Yes. Um, <laughs> Fosters, nothing else. And we're going to, like, we new guy starting called Dale. Let's call him Pale Dale. And, and then, and then we never did because we got scared. Yeah. This is quite a big thing to drop on someone as they start. And then the other day, Rory passed you in the corridor and went right, Pale Dale. Yeah. What? But then there was a Pale a Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah. And that, and that, and then it came well, full circle for us. I'm obviously I'm quite an intimidating presence, so I wouldn't you know, have started like coming at me with nicknames like didn't that. Know about because nicknames are bad names. The bad <laughs> what, names. What was your nickname at school? Uh, so because of my surname, which is Driver, by the way, there was a lot of uh, taxi, screw, things like that, lorry. That was about it, really. So <laughs> not much fun. Like, not not really. very inventive. I was like, screw, like <laughs> kids working in a prison. My brother, my brother was actually known as taxi driver for a long time, so everyone really? called him taxi. He was on a football pitch and be like, oh, taxi, pass the ball. That's quite funny. Not like, really. It wasn't that funny. Not for someone who's had to weather it. <laughs> what about you? What was, well, no, you first. I'm deflecting. What about you? Uh, people I used to call me, like, you know, champ and king and stuff like that. Champ? Yeah. <laughs> champ. What sort of universe was this? Alex, <laughs> champion of the world. <laughs> Shut up. I can't actually remember. Monkey based. Um, I something, remember. Like, it's always surnames, isn't it? Like yeah. Simmons and Simo. But that's not. That's no, just like a very remember. lad thing to do, isn't it? I don't a actually remember thing. having one. Yeah. What about you? I'm all good now. Oh come off! There's yeah. nothing. You specific. need friends to have a nickname. Was, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nickname. Well, yeah, not nicknames. <laughs> oh, it was group of them, but like. Group as little fat kids, so obviously got bullied. Right, but those are bad names. <laughs> those are bad names. Yeah. I've actually just reached a thing. point in my life where I cannot think about oh, those shit. names. Sorry, so let's move on now. Pop it open, crying out loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, last week, Dan and I got to see Uncharted 4, and man, is that a pretty game! Oh, yeah. Uh, but rather than just tell you about it, there are seven things. Um, uh, in Uncharted 4 but <laughs> for really, the benefit really of the like, audio listening, Alex <laughs> got thrown off then because he had to put up seven fingers hey I'm tired <laughs> and one of them was a V symbol at me <laughs> there are seven things and rather than me just telling you about them you, you think- can pick in which order I tell you about you've made them. it into a little game a little game right, interactive okay. adventure if you will okay do you want to go first well, I feel like I'm going to be able to well? guess most of them. Well, you don't know what order they're going to be in. <laughs> okay, so I'm just purely yeah. guessing order. So it's a bit of fun for you. Okay. It's, it's basically well, right. picking okay. a number between one and seven. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, Alex, don't reduce hmm. the game down to its <laughs> basics. Because when you like strip down chess just to the moves, it doesn't seem like a great game. <laughs> it's very much like chess. I feel like the skill level's lacking, I'm going to just pick out a number four. Ooh. Dynamic stealth. Ooh. Now, <laughs> it's like reading the back of the box. <laughs> the, okay, dynamic stealth, okay. So, uh, I guess one of the things that um, with Uncharted 2 and 3 is that they became like pretty much the same tempo. It's all like bang, 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 loads of stuff happening. And then with The Last of Us, it was really slowed it down. Mm. And that really, you can see that kind of learning happening in uh, Uncharted 4. Because um, stealth plays a much bigger part. It's not, you know, you bowl into an area, you see the guys, you start shooting. But uh, you can get away from them, get out of their line of sight, duck back into cover, and then they lose you. And it's kind of, I guess, a bit like Metal Gear or something like that. Yeah. Uh, in that they have kind of... Um, like an icon above their head, don't they? It's yeah, like it's a kind warning of like sign. Green means that you're not being detected. Yeah. Uh, I think Amber was kind of like... Get into cover now, otherwise mm. they're going to spot you. Red is like, and it, it fills up as off. well. So it's a little meter filling up. So you know when it's hitting the top, yeah. and do they, they're going to the next level of do alert. They go back to be completely like unflustered, or are they still a bit like always oh, easier somewhere. Well, it's kind of like um, uh, it's like Metal Gear, again, it's Metal Gear it? in terms mm. of like, well, that was the last known position, so we'll right. kind of congregate on that area. And I know it's nothing revolutionary, but in a game like Uncharted, it changes that game it, a lot, which yeah. kind of pushes or has tended to push you in a certain direction. It makes it a lot more open, a lot more fluid, and well, it's a. Uh, with cool. Uncharted, though, you you either you bowled in, 
or you held back and did stealth until you got caught and then it was all guns blazing. Yeah. There wasn't like a, right, I can duck out for a bit now. No, once you're in, they yeah. were coming yeah, to get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But now you can send off high alert and then duck out for a bit and then let yeah. it all calm down and then go around and do some stealth music. Yeah, as well. do so like a, a Hence the dynamic. Dynamical <laughs> strike. <laughs> exactly. And then duck out, duck in somewhere else. Bang. The thing is, with stealth games, particularly Metal Gear, yep. I kind of want it to always be... Pe- do it perfectly and mm. then as soon as mm. I muck up it it just all goes tits up yeah. and I'm just running around like with my head on fire and well, you pro- <laughs> it's just like ah. head on fire <laughs> I've messed this up big time every single level in that lane is on fire <laughs> Sully's on fire but it says him right cigars yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I don't know I think it must be possible to do it uh, perfect stealth but I certainly didn't in my That's limited I guess time. the fun is like Doing it as far as you can and then going, wow. There's some leniency, isn't Let's there? With, yeah. with Metal Gear Phantom Pain as well, there was the, the initial alert. So if they caught you, you had a few oh, seconds yeah, to react. Window, which is a very cool yeah. little mechanic, yeah. actually. Yeah. And that way you can still kind you of get your perfect self. Yeah. 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 It's hmm. good. Or oh, can I pick a number? Yes. Don't pick four, obviously. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Ooh. Open world. Now, Uncharted... Uh, so let, let me just um, preface this with what we saw. So we it's about 20 minutes of gameplay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, depends how good we were. 20 minutes for me, a <laughs> li- little bit longer yeah, for you. Yeah, well, well, no need for that. And but, um, yeah. it was the area in Madagascar just before uh, the E3 demo that mm-hmm. we saw, which yeah. obviously looked amazing. And uh, you start off in a Jeep, you do a bit in a Jeep, and then you do uh, a gunfight. Uh, but both parts of that... Were, were A, felt completely different, and B, felt really, really open. Mm. To the point in the Jeep, um, and I may or may not talk about that in another point, so I'm not talking about it too much, but it, it, you kind of didn't really know where you were going. It wasn't like, you know, the Uncharted Vault, where it's like you had climbing points. You'd have, like, ledges that were dark grey, and then a yellow one is like, well, that's obviously where yellow I need one, to yeah. go. Yeah, it wasn't like that at all. It was much more subtle. And so you're driving around, where were you, Madagascar, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to talk too much about that because I might talk more about that later. But it just felt really kind of like, I felt like I'm properly exploring It's like a here. top gear challenge. I might talk about that in a minute. Okay. I think we should go on to another point then. Um, but anyway, the open world, love it. And also both in, both, in both scenarios, it feels like you're properly exploring yeah, the world rather than just like, hey, I'm being dragged along for this adventure. I think you got that a little bit from what they showed at E3 when you were yeah. driving mm. down that hillside exactly. and you can go down multiple routes yes. and there's bespoke dialogue yeah. because with Uncharted you have that really high production value where you feel like the character is talking because of what happens in that very moment we yeah. saw a lot Not more just, of that as well you know just yeah cookie cutter mm. dialogue yeah 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 but um, even with yeah. that though you're still you know you are kind you've, of in a yeah, linear it's path like one of, you've been one funneled fun, to a yeah. degree whereas this didn't feel like that at all it felt like you that's were on cool. an open world map yeah. although we different. couldn't see more than what we, we could actually it's, play with it's obviously not as open world as something like of course not, Grand no. Theft Auto yes. where you've Which got is you know you're still being funneled from point A to point B but how you get there is much more stylish and sweet that's a nice balance yeah number two can't remember <laughs> Fluidity. Now, I do like things that are fluid. Liquid right. and child. Yes. Um, and I guess this comes back to a point that you just mentioned there in terms of production values. Like, Naughty Dog is exceptional uh, at kind of firstly creating that game, but then going the extra mile into making it just feel, like, completely mm. real. And there's a couple of things. In fact, we've got a video going up this week, and it may well be on the site by the time... Um, Definitely by the you, time you hear the podcast. Yes. Um, but there's a couple of things that really kind of stood out for me. So the first thing is the Jeep itself is I must have seen about four or five different ways of Nate getting into the Jeep, depending on where you are. Like, if you hit the triangle button and you're standing around the front, he doesn't walk around the side, open the door and get in. He'll hop up onto the bonnet and then kind of vault over into <laughs> yeah. the seat. If you do it um, from Sully's side, he climb, clambers over Sully. That's really cool. And yeah. Sully ducks back out the way. He, does he do my favourite? It's like where you park too close to a wall and you've got to very gently <laughs> just <laughs> slide yourself into the car. <laughs> like banging the door. <laughs> or put your hand near the door as a case of- that's my favourite one. Do that. Uh, or the bit where the sunbelt um, seatbelt is too hot, and you can't put it oh, in for about five minutes. Would be in Madagascar as well, <laughs> wouldn't he? He doesn't wear a seatbelt. That's very the reckless. extent of my car-based observational comedy. Good. What about a winch? Do you like a winch? I've never had to use a winch. Well, get you ready. Would, you would like the winch in this. <laughs> okay. It's a solid winch action. <laughs> um, it, it, 
I guess how would you describe it? it so just, it behaves as you would want a witch to behave. Yeah, but right? I feel like which sounds really rubbish, but it's really cool. But I feel like they don't cut corners where they could easily cut yeah, corners. Yeah, like so press a button. A winch, exactly. You could press a button, and you do press a button to grab the winch. But yeah. when you so when you take it around a tree, you actually carry it with you around the tree yeah. and then hook it on at the end. They could have yeah. easily just been a button prompt and slap it on. Yeah, tape. and, and nobody would have been. Yeah, no one. No one would have cared. But and it's it, the little details. And I it think. is like he's walking it within that hand, and if he walks around the tree, he'll pass yeah. it around to the other hand to get around it. It's little good. details like that. It's like. <clears throat> and good. there was another bit where you have to kind of um, pull down um, a bridge, a bridge mm. which has got two struts. Now you can either go around and pull one down, and the the bridge will collapse on one side. Pull the other one down, both, or you can attach it around both, so it collapses. He's using your noggin. Little details. He didn't actually do that, by the way. No, well, just thought about it afterwards, <laughs> yeah. and then asked the guy, and he said, "Yeah, Sorry you can do that." Thought it's like you could do both. Oh, well. I was um, just testing it. <laughs> the way you fight enemies, um, like uh, we stopped the game now, huh? We stopped the game now. No, this right. is still oh, same point. Right. Still fluidity. Oh, oh wow! Oh. There's a bit like uh, the grappling hook, which I may or may not talk about in more detail. <laughs> yeah. But you swing across, and there's a bit where I landed, and you'll sit in the video. And uh, I went to push one of the enemies off, but rather than just falling off, he's there on the edge, like you know. What do you call it? Like windmilling his arms. It's a balance kind of act, rebalance. Yeah. And then he gets back and like slugs me in the face. Nice. Uh, another bit where you drop down on someone's head and then like flick up his AK with your foot and then capture it and shoot. It's just... That's cool, oh, isn't man, it? man, it's stylish and spectacular. And Absolutely, yeah. Oh, very cool. cool. Yes. All right. I don't remember what numbers you've got left. Two. You've, you've, you've yeah, just done two. two. You've just had two, two three. There you go. Three. The story. Everybody likes a pirate. Uh, and this game <laughs> focuses on That's uh, a title. Uh, the most notori- not- <laughs> notorious. notorious pirate of all, Henry Avery. He was an 18th century pirate and his career only lasted two years. Mm. But yet he amassed a fortune Good pirate. of $400 million. Dollars, okay. Wow. Which I don't, I can't remember if that is adjusted, the, adjusted for inflation. I can't remember models, that either. But I think it's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and basically what he did, he, uh, he didn't operate alone. He united uh, a fleet of five other pirate clans. And they were the scourge of the Indian Ocean. Um, and eventually, obviously, a massive manhunt came over him, but him or his fortune was never found. No. And that's where we pick up the adventure with so This is real. It's based, in, it's based in truth. Documentary. Because yes, most of the other uncharted are based in like. Pirates did exist. They're, yeah. ba- they're based on like yes. the, the urban legends, aren't they? More than, well, legends, Some I suppose. Pi- there was pirates, like, high. <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But what I love about it is, and, and you know me, I just like a game with a strong narrative and a story mm. that's going to take me away to faraway places. Yeah. I think you say, you know me, I like a strong pirate. <laughs> I do like a strong pirate as well. To take me away so, to faraway places. <laughs> yes. I don't feel like it's been a while since we've had a, a game with a really strong <laughs> narrative as well. Like the last few yeah. games I played, like The Division and Far Cry Primal, I skipped over pretty much every bit of I don't really yeah. story information yeah. with those well, games. The story is pretty much obsolete in the division you don't yeah. need to know what's going on you just like but i just want to get that sweet new gun but i'm really so. looking forward to a new game now yeah. with with a story i actually care about and want to watch like even when we we're doing the playthrough i wanted to watch a cutscene i wanted to hear it everyone wants to go away with this pirate and get adjusted for inflation <laughs> <laughs> even metal gear which you know yeah, i was, used um, to follow those games for the story was kind of felt a bit secondary he just still doesn't know the final twist either oh all right, <laughs> holding that over his head. Right. It's like the end of British Empire. <laughs> You've got. You watched British Empire? Yes, but I'm not Long sure. Do you know the last episode? No. It was all a dream. Was it actually? It was all a dream. What? It was all in the mind of Brutus. He never worked in a. It's all a twist. Never worked in a leisure centre. He might have done, but all the events of the show were in his mind. <laughs> what a boring what? dream. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. High concept. Right. You've uh, got one. Five and six. Uh, one. One. Driving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really excited. <laughs> right. It's the best bit of the, the 20 minute demo is because you start from the Jeep, and obviously, we saw it's the same Jeep that's from the E3 demo, but you're driving it, and you've got Sully and Nate's brother in it. I forget his name. Sam. Troy Baker. Awesome. Sam's the character name. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, they really made Nate look exactly like um, Northern North. No, no, North. North. Yeah. Like, he, looks a, he looks a bit like him before. He looks exactly the same. He's got some grey going on. No, not really. He still looks no. pretty cool. How's he supposed to, how old is he supposed to be? Mm, so it's like time has passed, isn't it? Yeah, this yeah. is, this is based after it. So he's, he's given up. 
that's right isn't it? Yeah. yeah and then his brother sort of pulls brothers. him back in come back in for one last yeah, yeah. anyway driving so you mentioned top gear it felt exactly like some of those kind of big adventures that they did where you know you're not following a set path it's kind of like well you know you kind of get over there but there were points where we were in the we were middle lost. of like riverbeds and I was like, I have no yeah. idea where to go. <laughs> and going back to the point of it being subtle, there would be like kind of wet tire tracks, really subtle on the rocks. Like, right, that's where I've got to go. And then you drive up there and then you'd find somewhere to connect the winch and mm. pull the car up. And it was just, it feels like you're properly exploring the world on four wheels. You go around a corner and then you have this kind of hilarious but orchestrated set piece. It probably is quite like that, like that to be honest, because you go across a rickety bridge, and of course it's like, it's like uncharted. It's like, ooh, just hey, made it. And you have something, you have something racist painted on the side Thankfully, of your jeep. No, no. it also causes his brother a more tasteful than that. You see, yeah, it causes his brother a hamster several times as well. So. Not, not a real hamster. Not a real hamster. hamster. Not a real hamster. Oh, right. Anybody seen the new trailer for the new Top Gear? While we're on that topic, oh, um, the BBC one. Yeah, no, looks no. really good. It's a big cast, isn't it, of people? Oh, it's ridiculous. I wonder if that's just to make it more efficient to make maybe or, can... or maybe it's like we'll test all these guys out and see which ones I'd stick bid them off yeah <laughs> Chris Evans um, <laughs> but I love Chris Evans anyway we, we digress anyway cannot wait for that two left <laughs> five and six six Nate and Sully so I guess one of my problems with Uncharted 2 and 3 Uncharted 2 I absolutely loved Uncharted 3 I liked but they came so close together mm. um that it just felt like, you know, I kind of had enough of them. And also with Golden Abyss, that wasn't very long afterwards. Like, we had a lot of Uncharted in yeah. a very short space of time. And here we are five years later, and I've really missed them. And just from that short kind of period of time, the way they interacted with each other, the, the script is tight. It feels like, you know, it's such a cliche, but like, you know, hanging out with a couple of old friends again, it's, it's really good. I'm harking back to the point you made before about the traversal in the car. There were several points where... You didn't think you were going to get up there with a car. And yeah. then Sully will mention that as well. I was like, oh, I didn't think we were going to get up there. Yeah. Well, there's a rickety bridge that almost collapses. And then Nate's like, don't panic, don't panic. I've got yeah. this. It's fine. So and they're, they're talking natural. about everything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and also, like, if you, if you succeed, it's like, you maybe want to try a different route, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it all feels natural and, like, you know, very kind of organic rather than just, like, I've, I've hit a trigger point for him to say that. They're so good, those little bits of dialogue. Definitely. Because, one, they sell the world and what you're doing. It's yeah. not just playing again. But also, they reveal something about the relationship between the characters, yeah. whether it's a dig or something. Yeah. Or he took a hook at the church. Yeah. Like well, the reveal, reveal something about... It's about Sully. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't oh, me. What, Sully said what, that. Oh, I thought it was just... That's what he did on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, keep my weekends busy. But the only thing that's a little, <laughs> a little bit disconcerting is when you're in the middle of the firefight because they're, they're literally buzzing around you. Mm. And so many times I thought, oh, my God, I'm getting attacked from the side. And like, it's Sully, just like bawling. <laughs> Smashing them in the face. Good to see you all, friend. But it's because they are, they're there and they're backing you up. I don't think you, they can get killed, can they? I didn't really see them shooting anybody either, though, to be honest. No. But I'm sure they do. Useless. No. But they would just seem to be darting from cover point to cover point, And yeah. then we're just standing there just trying to slowly pick people off and they're just legging it around all over the place I guess that's a bit like me in real life I'm the one that's doing all of the kind of real work whereas you guys are just it's kind not of like you like in a division that's for legging sure legging it around Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Rory today crying out loud so we were playing uh, the last mission in division today and you're level 30 I'm yep. level 25 or 25 at the end Rory's 18 mm. so he should definitely be staying back yeah every time just running right in running. it's like you're not learning and then it's like <laughs> not seeing what's happening guys guys I'm down it's like really <laughs> You're doing the same thing, but you're expecting a different outcome. Yeah. You're mad. He's so low level, he won't even be able to see what level they are as well. They'll just have that little alert over their head. Yeah, he's still just bowling into them. He's just brave. (laughs) Bless him. So that leaves us with number five, the grappling hook, which uh, when you get it right, you feel amazing. Yep. But when you get it wrong, you look like a proper idiot. Because it's not that easy to use. Play like, a bit in the beta and it was a bit tricky. Because mm. it's not like, you know, you press the button and then you'll do this kind of fixed move. You've got, it takes into account the, the physics of where you're moving from, the speed you're moving yeah. from. And there's this bit where uh, I kind of, I saw a bad guy and I thought, right, I'm going to jump down, swing down. And then I just fall short and just drop onto the yeah. floor. I was imagining like true Looney Tunes style. Yeah. Wiley Coyote just like smashing into the wall yeah, yeah. Yeah. That happened. you could totally do that yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I kind of smearing yourself down <laughs> and I was going around like a tower 
Uh, and I just kind of hit one the side <laughs> and rolled the ping pong against all <laughs> Shoot you in a minute, just wait, just wait at the top. Thankfully, you can shoot while you're hanging on for dear yeah. life. But. It feels like really physical, though, doesn't it? If, like, compared to, say, the one in the Arkham games, which is hit oh. L1 and that's it, you're up there. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, like, there was a bit when I saw the prompt above me, so I hit it and he just threw it up there. But it was, I wasn't... It was mechanical. I was on the floor. There was no momentum. I wasn't yeah. swinging anywhere. So yeah. you need to have... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Arkham, you don't even think about it. You just yeah. Like, yeah. press it now. It's a get-out-of-jail-free yeah, yeah. card. With this, you, need, you yeah. need to think about real-world physics when you're actually using it. So I, I thought it was great, yeah. Yeah. So those are my seven things. But overall, like, I just literally cannot wait to play that game. Um, it was hard. Uh, I think so. It was about we were about a third into the game mm. uh, that particular part. Um, well, we had a, one particular problem there, didn't we? And that was the cover, the cover buttons getting mixed up with right. the division. Yeah, so is that the opposite? Yeah, 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 I've been yeah. doing that all week with other like, games. I, I did one bit really well. It was my first go. Had a sniper rifle. Got to the top of the tower. Did a silent kill. Uh, and was like literally one shotting loads of dudes and I thought right I'm going to duck into cover but I didn't I jumped over the edge <laughs> and I just plummeted to my doom yeah. uh, I think the two buttons are really interchangeable in all this uh, are mm. on Playstation X and Circle yes. or A and B on Xbox it's like yeah. cover and roll let's just decide on one as a, <laughs> as a, a universal. As people because yeah. in the last week I played Gears Dark Souls 3 and Division and I'm just it's all different uh, getting to the right I know, situation I know. My favourite um, bit was when um, you were hanging off an edge and you wanted to jump back on, but you pressed circle instead and you dropped and there was a grenade on the floor. It just landed on the floor and you landed perfectly on top of the grenade. Oh. I meant to do that. Yeah. I meant to do that. I was I was saving Sully. <laughs> saving Sully. Um, but before we move on, I think we should say to the listeners, um, do a bit, bit more interaction here. And it's a little bit like uh, audio magic, which Rich Burpark never did on the podcast. And I'm going to do it right now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listeners, I want you to think of a number between one and 20 random number of your own choosing between 1 and 20 can we do this as well 17 no 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 but for some people that absolutely <laughs> will have worked and they will be losing their minds 1 in and 20 people that, no it's, it's a higher percentage pick 17 okay so what numbers do you pick oh, 13 I was thinking of. I see 13 is surely I didn't because initially I thought 13 I thought everybody goes for 13 well, no, mm-hmm. statistically I people don't 16. go between 1 and 10 because they think that's right. too obvious and then like um, a number that ends in an odd number 17 is statistically the highest if you pick 17 mm-hmm. write in let us know at IGN on the school UK feedback at IGN.com currently what if they didn't zero, pick 17 zero prove me right <laughs> prove me right good good Next part of this podcast. <laughs> it will be more, more fun <laughs> than the running order? Somebody save me. So it is ah. our greatest gaming achievement. So this is off the back of me reaching uh, level 30 in the division, which may not sound like a massive achievement. But, but for somebody with very little time, uh, I'm really happy with that because I've got nowhere near that. You've got with, two young children. Uh, uh, yep. I don't get to play uh, at home very uh, often. So I just play it during workouts. I should really probably be doing my job, but I uh, leveled up a bit. Um, so uh, while I wouldn't say it's my greatest gaming achievement, I'm very happy to uh, have reached that. I am a little bit like, mm. what do I do now? It feels good to ping it, but then after that, like when I did it, I hit level 30. I went straight into the dark zone and think, right, I'm going to do the same in the dark zone. And it's not quite as simple with the dark zone, really. And... Um, well, if a lot you're not very high level people, yeah, if you're not going already. in as a team, yeah, you're, we were all, you're useless. We were, some of us were in similar levels and we couldn't play together. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a bit weird. Yeah, so yeah, I've kind of been derailed now. I think I, don't, I might go back when they release more content, but for right. yeah, now I think, I think so. level thirty, do all the missions, and then yeah, maybe. Like, so your mobile it. phones, it's like, not oh, doing I'm that. A re- I'm a really <laughs> experienced agent. Why am I going around picking up mobile phones? Yeah. I think we should all just buy new ones as a as a country. I haven't. I haven't done it. This is below stuff. me. <laughs> There's lots of things like I just took back the Russian embassy. <laughs> I like that you're always looting clothes off people, but you're in a clothes store yeah. where you're doing it as well. It's like, well, if you I want a fancy stuff scarf. Like that. It's just like, we need like collectibles, that. <laughs> I got some waterproof uh, trainers at lunchtime. Just come back to the mission controller. You go, have you got any more like medical supplies? We've got kids dying here. <laughs> Um, no, I got. You got healed five times. But <laughs> isn't my new scarf fetching? Have you actually changed your Urban clothing camera. in it? What? I haven't, like, I haven't changed. Really? Changed my get up since. I changed. Lo- well, I've got a really nice outfit now. I think I look. <laughs> I think I feel confident going out in New York. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it crazy? I have a night mission. Swap out your glasses. And Do you not put like different clothes on when it's a night mission? 
No. Yeah, when it's like evening, I change it so it's a bit more comfy. Wear a, a, do you wear a no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm a do. bit more comfy. I do change like an evening. Did change you said we were going to the Russian consulate. I was like, oh, dress, dress up. up. Dress yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hitman. <laughs> <laughs> so you, probably your biggest gaming achievement is, is probably like playing on the same team as me, I guess, right? Well, yeah, it is a dream come true, but I've also done many other things as well. Like, for example, leading back to our previous point, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 all done on crushing and then I did them all on crushing again for the entire Nathan but Drake I, collection I, as well how hard is crushing it's pretty hard yeah. but once you know how to do it once you get good at it then the second time around was quite easy oh. but the first time kind of well, yeah. you're on the <laughs> yeah. well because I knew I knew where all the spawn points were I know like what sort of bosses how to take them all down yeah. and you become a lot more tactical. Like with the division, when you get higher yeah. levels, or you learn how to flank a lot better. Yeah. Because at the start, you just it's a cover-based shooter. Yeah, yeah. But once you work, get to a higher level, yeah, flanking. You the abilities, you know how to use them perfectly. Mm-hmm. I did a golden eye on double agent. Did you? Yeah. yeah. That was hard. Mm. Oh, man. Also, I think that speaks to a time when you could do that. Like... You just said you just did it again. That's because the second time around you knew how to do it. But like when you have a lot of time in your hands, like at uni I did all of Gears 1, 2, and 3 on all three difficulties. Yeah. Before, right. Like the hardest difficulty to do with yeah. my cousin. And it was really tough, but I loved it. Just kept yeah, doing it. We just did it all night until yeah. we did it. Yeah. And yeah, the same thing. It's just like really taking your time for some of it. So, oh, so we're not really, we, we just have bags of spare time back then. We don't yeah. have any more. Yeah, oh, well, you know. I've got some more. Depends if you like the game enough, I find. Like, I make time for it if I really want to play it through on a hard mode. Like, with the Uncharted one. And, like, Bioshock Infinite, I did that on the 1999 mode, which is, like, a ridiculously hard mode. What's, what's the restrictions on the 1999 mode? So there was nothing, per se, it was more just everything was more intense. Like, less health, you know, the enemies do more damage, all that sort of stuff, really. So nothing specific. But they called it 1999 mode because it harked like back to school. System Shock too, yeah. didn't it? yeah. And that was really tough, but I loved that game so much. I was determined to do it, and uh, yeah, did it eventually. It took me a long that time. Would, like affect my enjoyment of the game. Really? It was just like. But it's not like I did it on my first playthrough. Yeah, exactly. Though. Actually, that's probably mm. a good point. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't wade straight into. No, the definitely region. not. I was yeah. going a normal mode for my first playthrough. Yeah. And then if I really like the game and I want to experience it again, but I like the challenge. Yeah, I'll, really, yeah. I'll go back in and do the extra hard mode. Yeah. And it's a great satisfaction you get when you actually do it as well. You it's love a little trophy. Uh, I do love a trophy or two, yeah. You love a trophy. Yeah. What, what about you? I don't have anything to compete with this. Like, what? I, I, you must have done something. With your life. <laughs> In general. But like, I can't imagine, like, oh, I finished Super Meat Boy. Okay. That, that's a tough one. And that's a tough game. Like, I didn't get all the, the warp zone thing, because mm. that is impossible. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine I'm not that. It. Also, there's people who do sing, single, um, a single playthrough of Super Meat Boy without dying once. Right. That's insane. And I can't even think well, that, of that how you thing. can do that. What about Dark Souls? So, Dark Souls... Yeah, Dark Souls... Like... Because I didn't play Dark Souls in, when it first came out. I went back and played it. And... But, Dark Souls and difficulty is the most boring conversation to have in the world. But, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like once you learn how to play it, like, it's challenging, but I think yeah. anyone can play that game and yeah. finish it. It's just like, you need to, like, change the way you play and learn a yes. couple of systems. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, anyone around this table would have a fine, like, apart from Rory, who just. Because the, the <laughs> you important the wrong thing, guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, the important thing about Dark Souls is. There's a green gauge, which is your stamina. Yeah. And that governs, like, how many hits you can take holding your shield up and how many swings of your sword you can do. Rory does not pay attention to that. <laughs> so he'll be, like, swinging until he's so knackered. So if he gets hit, it'll take maximum damage off him because he doesn't have any stamina left to use his shield. Yeah. Mm. And he just, like, goes into a boss's crotch and just flails wildly <laughs> for as long as he can. Not me. Can I say? <laughs> yeah. on his weekends as well. <laughs> and then, like, I'm screaming at him going, Rory, just go do one hit, back up, repeat. And we'll finish Take it. It's time. not the yeah. power's way. No. Yeah, it's not the power's way. I mean, the Rocket League is a good example oh. for him. We're, we're, you know, oh, bowling. nothing. Yeah, but he, you know, that's a game that's based on skill more than learning the system yeah. sometimes. Well, I suppose it is a bit of both, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? a bit of both. But he shows that he's got exceptional skill when it comes to aerial. Yeah, and just he, aerial. He is good. He's yeah. good at Rocket that, League. Mm. Yeah. Not so much at Dark Souls. No, he's a numpty. <laughs> um, like one of my other things, Super Mario World. Um, I've got a Japanese import copy of that. And my boss at the time got, so we got two copies, yeah. two SNESs, and he challenged me to finish it first. Of course I finished it first, mm-hmm. by, by quite a long way. And so I won, it was 20 quid or whatever, nice. but it's like... That's good. But like, to finish Mario World before it had even come out in the UK. That's awesome. That's really cool. 
Hmm. And then also Tetris on Game Boy. Like when you do, when you get 100,000 points, you get the little rocket that goes up. Really? Yeah. I never oh knew that. Oh my God, I played it for, I remember I was playing to get it. get that rocket. I was playing it in the office at the time. And I must have spent over half a day just playing it solidly. Uh, and then if you get over 200,000 points, you get a bigger rocket. And it was just like... It's like the King of Kong. You're just wow. sitting there on Tetris all day. But I think it was like... <laughs> Tetris rocket screen coming. We've got rocket screen coming. I didn't even know it was coming. If you're interested, we've got um, rocket screen coming. But it kind of breaks your. um, Because you're there and you're concentrating, and then it's like. Mm. It's like, oh! Then you're back in it again. Nice. Is that it, Creeper? I haven't got. I don't. What about you, Dale? You're you're a man who likes a challenge. Yeah. He's got a platinum trophy on NCIS the game. I do. See, that was a dark time in my life <laughs> where I'd, I would get any trophies I could. What was NCIS. It wasn't a very good game. Do you know what NCIS the TV is? Show. The TV show. It's like CSI, but right. within the Navy. I can't the remember. Navy's what, own... a game came up. Yeah. It was, it was a very easy platinum trophy, let's put it that's that way. Why, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, I never did Hannah Montana the game. I was close, but I never actually I'm glad did you said it. the game, because yeah. otherwise, <laughs> what? get out. You would have bought it just to get No, them. no, no, I never bought them. Some I, so people, I used to the, rent the games from like Love Films, so when, they, right. when you could do that. King, um, King Kong was in the King one. Kong on it. Oh, I never did that one. Really Lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lost, I've got that game. I never got the... No, there was no trophies on the PlayStation 1, that's why. Oh. But otherwise, oh, I would have been man, in there. The man scorned. He's like, <laughs> I don't have a single platinum on PlayStation. I don't so, know if I do. So I have sixty-five, I think, but something like that. And too much. Time What's the hardest one? Um, I don't know. Maybe Bioshock. Actually, Infinite was a pretty tough one. There's, there's quite a few that are tough. Like I haven't got an easy one in quite a few years yeah. now. So it's uh, I got the Far Cry Primal one. Did that. Um, I'm on track for the division. To be fair, I can easily do that if I just put some hours in, whether I will <laughs> or not. I don't really want to get those phones though. To be honest, yeah, um, yeah, I've got a lot, and uh, some of them are quite good. Some of them not so much. We won't talk about. This is literally what Hasbro we're Family about. Game Night. It's probably not worth mentioning. Hasbro Family Game Night. We just wow. playing it by yourself. No, no, doing, no. All, doing all the parts just to get the trophies. So initially, get no, it for no. a family at Christmas, and then I'm like. Well, well I've, I've got to clean up, obviously, afterwards with the trophies. Like so the family, sitting on my can we stop playing this? No. <laughs> it is the 2nd of February. No. We it's are playing pretty this. much what happens yeah. <laughs> on those lines. Yeah. Any more? Well, I can't reel them off the top of my head, but, you know, there's a lot. So go and have a look at my trophy list and you can see them all. But do you have anything that predates? Yes. Um, before we came in, I mentioned to you about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I got every single gap on that game because I was just obsessed with that game and I was looking for new ways to play the game, new yeah. things to do. And, you know, it came out when I was, I don't know, 15 or something like that. And uh, I saw this gap list and you ticked off these lists every time you got them, so I was determined. And that was before you could easily just go and read a, a guide for it. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think we had the internet at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, oh, Matt, see, I remember paper, doing pen similar paper. things in GTA 3 in Vice City where it was the, what were the hidden things? The Packages. Pigeons, yeah, was wasn't it? Oh, well, pigeons was four, wasn't Oh, was it, it four? Okay. Packages. Whatever. That's but right. there were a hundred of them dotted around. I can't remember if they were mm. uh, statues or something or other. And I did that for both three and for Vice City. Yeah. Because you unlock some really cool stuff. I did Vice City. Um, that was a t-shirt, didn't you? You got a t-shirt at the end. Saying, you got really good weapons as well. Well, I wanted like, the t-shirt. The 100% Advice City t-shirt. Worry when it's going out in Vice City. <laughs> <laughs> Changes that. Yeah, but once I've done it, there was nothing else to do in the yeah. game. So I'm walking around this with this t-shirt on. Was it? I believe in Vice City you unlocked the, if you got all 100, you got like the, um, whatever the gunship was called. It unlocked it at the, the, the army base. Right. So I remember doing like a regular mission, but rather than tailing him in a car, mm. I was flying. Man, Vice City was so good. Yeah. It was a brilliant game. I'd love, to, I'd love for them to kind of revisit that. Other yeah. than to do a period thing again. Yeah. I don't think they will. Apart from Red Dead. It'd be cool if you went back to Vice City but modern yeah. day. Yeah. God, it'd be incredible. But Part I guess, me. you know, from their perspective, they're probably thinking it's something they've already done. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I think Miami would be a great location to yeah. kind of see it in the modern day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should uh, invite our uh, listeners to kind of send in their kind of best gaming achievements. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, next section. Yeah, or mm-hmm. unless you're the person who keeps sending those dodgy PDFs, stop emailing in. <laughs> we are getting <laughs> lots and lots of those. Yeah. I keep getting or emails. Chinese pharmaceuticals. I keep getting emails from Stuart Reed, but I don't think it's really Stuart Reed. Because hmm. he's just, PDFs. He's really sending me like, uh, invoice PDFs that I have to click on. Like, really? Open this picture, <laughs> thinking of you. Right. 
So, in the last week um, or two, there's been a rumour about where the next Call of Duty is being set. Um, Rumours say this year's installment Call of Duty, developed by Infinity Ward, will be full-on sci-fi with space combat and will not be a sequel to the game, um, same developers, Call of Duty Ghosts. Mm. Which is, well, mm. second point, good. Yeah. Because Ghosts probably the most forgettable recent entry yeah, in the Call of Duty series. But it's Although weird. the space scene in that was... Yeah, nice. I guess maybe that's the thing that they're the extrapolating on. Yeah. It's weird for them to go out into space well, considering that they've got Destiny Activision. Yeah. And I know that's far and more fancy space, but yeah. But do you think they still think those audiences crossing on planets? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not because of the MMO elements. So that's kind of all news, but I wanted to suggest where would you like to see Call of Duty go if it's not into the future and not into space? Mm. Do you want to you got one lady? <clears throat> I've got three. Hit me. I've said this before. And tell me. Vietnam. That's Vietnam is an amazing setting for uh, a game like Call of Duty. Because there was... Oh, man, Square. Upon it, it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But I'm talking about like proper... like On this generation, the, the, the kind of density of the jungle you could create... With like dudes with flamethrowers and like you know big like um, M sixty one tanks. Oh man! I'm gonna ask you a question now. Do yes. you think there's more of a taste issue? Yeah, because it's more recent and sure. it was kind of a really well documented war. Do you think like some of that imagery is so potent? And I know it's like it's just but, time because there's no difference doing World War Two. No, in, in and, well, or indeed any other war. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know more recent wars have been kind of. You know, adopted and covered but I think you know using Apocalypse Now like Apocalypse Now is one of my favourite films of all time the scene the helicopter raid oh my god imagine like playing through something yeah, like that yeah and going up by the rivers and stuff yeah really absolutely that would be incredible and also you know the the bit with the tiger in Apocalypse Now where was, you know you could pull in elements of um, Far Cry where you're not just fighting um, what, what do you play as a the- guerrilla war like I guess yeah. guerrilla warfare in yeah. general like you could almost have kind of maybe more RPG elements kind of like pepper throughout it where you're building up your resi- like you could be the resistance fighter even you flip I w- it I would love to see a Call of Duty with more depth I'll- it'd be amazing <laughs> if they did a Call of Duty where they flipped it and you weren't the American army you were fighting yeah. back they would never do that they would no. never do that I don't think no. um, cool That's my idea is what if so it's kind of based on a what if premise like you get in alternate history um, the 80s didn't have a war, but it had the Cold War. Yeah. What if that flipped over and turned into a hot war, i.e. war? That's the opposite, isn't it? It's just, you know, tepid war. Hot war. Hot war. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But, uh, that's the title. War. War. Uh, Alex, get on board or get off the bus. Because the, the <laughs> title of my game is Call of Duty, Hot War. Hot war, okay. Um, Sounds sexy. Yeah, everyone in pants. No, so it's... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so basically the USSR probably kick off. Is it basically home front, but rather than career, it's... Nah, better than that. It's better, mm. than, <laughs> better than that. <laughs> because, listen, hot war. Yeah. They didn't have that going for them. We do. Uh, so. But, like, I don't understand where the hot war is coming from. No, it's just like it's no longer a cold war, so it spills over into actual warfare. Because the whole point of Cold War is no one's pressing the button, no one's sending troops in. It's all espionage. So the first few missions in the game could actually be a spy game. Mm. And because of something, it tipples over into an actual full-blown war, which the Cold War did many times throughout a period of like 20, 30 years, like um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. It could have all kicked off. Yeah. So you can it can be a true international conflict. Essentially, it would have turned into World War Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but set in that period, so you can still have relatively modern technology and a variety of international locations. I do remember growing up in that time. Hot war. And not saying ever saying hot war, but I remember like... Like being in the playground and nukes and, you know, the, yeah, the threat of like, press was like, yeah, big mm, thing it was the, real. There was yeah. lots of programs in the 80s in the UK about oh, the threat like of like nuclear war. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you could tap into that style, yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Like, um, very different game, but everybody's gone to Rapture last year. It was set in the 80s yeah. and tapped into the kind of the idea of the paranoia of yeah. nuclear war. Yeah. It'd be really cool to set a game and make it feel like authentically 80s as well. All right, so so far we've got Call of Duty Nam, Call of Duty Hot War. Well, I feel like 
they're already doing my what would be my idea i mean i'm a massive sci-fi geek anyway and i've never really been into call of duty at all like i'm huh. just never been interested in war games really so this would be the thing that would what, kind of, me in. what kind of sci-fi would you i say want well, to i love all, all sorts of sci-fi really but for this um because surely they're I'd like this be being very near future. I was going to say their interpretation would probably but be a little bit. haven't already done kind of really near future? It wasn't advanced warfare, space. like not in space. Okay, all right. Well, that, I almost think advanced warfare is more distant future than what I'm talking about. I yeah. mean, like mm. literally Different two years location. from now, yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah. just in space because right. once advanced warfare with like all the mechs and laser, like, I feel like that's almost just a bit too futuristic. Yeah, yeah. For what I'm thinking about. Do you think part of this is? In response to how obviously popular Star Wars has become, like in the last year again, obviously Star Wars is always popular, but you know what I mean. I think there's scope for somebody to come along and do something in a shooter that is more fancy mm. or horror or something that's yeah, a yeah. very different set of imagery and tropes because everything military, sh- they're all sci fi. Yeah. Like it's laser guns, it's mechs. Of course, yeah. It'd be cool. I don't know if you could ever do it, but they've kind of dabbled in it in the, the zombie mode right. where they go yeah. full on kind of crazy stuff in there which is Jeff kind of, Goldblum feature yeah and like there, imagery that you wouldn't see like there's like witches and yeah. obviously zombies but like kind of stuff you don't see in a regular shooter what if they meant that the entire game I, I absolutely agree like take it like properly <clears throat> like fanciful and, yeah. and exciting like if they're going to do sci-fi I would rather they made it a bit like the level they did so it's kind of like gravity in space but I don't well, know how you'd stretch that if, they want, if they're doing sci-fi for me it would be I want Aliens, the game, but that's Halo. But a good game. Halo does that really well. You think Halo is aliens? It's the, I don't think that. That's, no. that's, well, hey, aliens is Vietnam in space. Isn't yeah, it? Alien, aliens is, is that that really dirty, gritty stuff with like real physical oh, oh, guns. aliens. Yeah, rather than aliens. Yeah, oh, no, the film right, Alien, yeah, no, the franchise yeah, Alien. No, aliens. I don't, I, right. Yeah, I meant. But that's what I, I want. Like they're absolutely aliens in Halo. <laughs> yeah, Halo. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying, mate? I don't want aliens in it. I want a cat. Not necessarily like um, shooting aliens. I just mean aesthetically, like style-wise. That's what yeah. I would want. That like sort of gritty sci-fi. Because yeah. there's never. I mean, yeah. Uh, what was the game that came out? Isolation last year. That was a great game, but it Go wasn't. Go play Colonial Marines. That game was great. That's what I was just going to get to. See, there's never been a game like that. Patched it. It's fine. Oh, was it? Oh, okay, I'll get well, back no, on that. Somebody's then. modded it actually to make it mm. playable. Well, one day they will make <laughs> still, a good, good Marines game. I, I think it was very much on them. <laughs> so if if you're going to set it in space. I think they should tie it in with a, a license. And I was thinking either Starship Troopers or a good Edge of Tomorrow, which I think is a great premise. Do you not think the Call of Duty license is a good, strong enough license for them to attach it, it to? Yeah, but like, I'm trying to think of like a futuristic <laughs> version. Like, I, I See, I'm the opposite. I just don't want another sci-fi oh, game. Oh, you know what right. Captain Price, the early years. He's <laughs> like one thing about Call of Duty that I consistently love, Captain Price. Wasn't he's he just awesome. in Modern Warfare? Yeah, he's just yeah. in the Modern Warfare yeah, yeah, yeah. series. But he was like, he's based on that real SAS dude who yeah, did yeah. the Iranian embassy. And yeah. he's a, in, a, in a series that isn't well known for its characters. I definitely remember him mm. and really liked him. And you felt like, obviously, he's the biggest badass in the SAS. Yeah. But cool to do his early years. I know that's, maybe that's not got widespread appeal, but about, he could just be the main character. What about Ross Kemp? I was just thinking Ross that. Kemp. <laughs> Ross Kemp. Do you know Kemp's what SAS stands for? Uh, Super Army Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. People yeah. writing. No, it does not. <laughs> yes, I'm very aware it does not stand for that. Uh, what does it stand for? Uh, uh, special Air Service. There you go. Well, what's that mean? It was on the tip of my tongue. What does it mean? Have you got any more? That's it. They're very much out. Of well, I've got another one. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were doing like five. You? Oh no, three. All right. I put some effort into this. I wrote none. Uh, look, we've done it before. Been there before. World War Two. It's time to return to World War II. No, I Unfinished business. No. Call of Duty 2 was brilliant. One of the best Call of Duties. And since then, it's got more modern and all fancy. Would you like to actually just take on Hitler? Like, yeah. up close and personal. And not mecha Hitler or anything like that. No. Just, you know, plain and simple Hitler. Fire levels in the bunker. Yeah. Just go in. Just a punch in him. Fist fight with Hitler. In the back of the head. Yeah. What about World Thunk War I? <laughs> Well, one never gets any love in these situations. Well, we'll love. The problem you've got, and we've... Like, no it's, good it's, bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, the weapons... He's antagonist. Yeah, yeah. The weapon's a little bit rubbish. Yeah, like, muskets like, and stuff like that, I suppose. Because you've, you've, you've got... You've got Hitler. I'm thinking of Baronets. You've got Mussolini. You've got Goebbels. You've got Stalin. <laughs> good second bosses. <laughs> it's like, yeah, in the division, you get, like, first lieutenant, second lieutenant, yeah. all of those guys. Yeah. You've got all these good... Ba- loads of good baddies. 
Um, First of all, what have you got? I want Mustard sweet trenches. Trench poppies. <laughs> poppies. But you'd have a, like, a little game of football in the middle. Yeah. Mini game? <laughs> War horse. I'm untangling a horse out of barbed wire for two hours. Mini game. They could Quick do a cross, crossover with Rocket League. <laughs> crossover with Rocket League for the football game in the middle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what just waiting like to tanks. happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I like to think that my suggestions were probably better than yours. Probably. Just by a smidge. Yeah. Because yeah. I put some thought into it. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any good ideas? Let us know. IGN underscore UK. IGN.com. Oh, Arthur, yeah. We should actually read this out because this is the email that prompted the entire discussion. <laughs> Sorry, Arthur. Um, hi, gang. I was wondering what your preferences were for the next Call of Duty. My suggestions, American War of Independence. Come on, Redcoats versus Minutemen. Let's avoid the usual racist terrorist tropes by putting Caucasians on both sides. Sure, some license might have to be taken to improve fire rates, but it'll be a nice change from the endless parade of games with augmented super soldiers. I definitely don't want any augmented super soldiers. No. Imagine, but he's right, with fire rate. Imagine, I shot you, we love for about five minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, get in oh, a minute. I've dropped my ball bearings. Make a minigame out of it. Minigame. <laughs> oh, we do oh, with the minigame. It could be minigame. like, like the, the active reload on Gears. Oh, they've, they're changing right. that. Can't talk about that yet. Uh. <laughs> Okay. For the better? Well, people are going to go crazy about that. No, it's, it's fine. It's, it makes sense. Okay. Good change. All right. right. Feedback. Who wants to go first? Shall I go first? Yeah, you go first. Mm-hmm. This is from Edward. Hey, Edward. Um, so he says, important email that's picking up on the conversation that's been going on recently. I think the cat and the fiddle continues because it's a local thing, you know. Like, if anything ever is mentioned about Wales, you can hear Gav's underpants elastic <laughs> snapping. Any acknowledgement of anywhere in the UK outside of London is a win for the little guy of said place. I want to stand corrected. The cat and fiddle road is more of a link between Macclesfield and Buxton. The Manchester and Sheffield link is Snake's Pass, another road that is notoriously dangerous, just in case this continuous saga got any more confuddled. And how can Dan call himself a northerner and have no prior knowledge of these places? I smell a fraud. Well, <laughs> it's because I grew up further north than most of those places. I could put, right, you didn't have a pop at me. I think. Come on now. You're not really a northerner. You call all. yourself you're a, a northerner. I'm def- a what? Do, do your best Cockney Shush accent. <laughs> what? Do your best Cockney accent. That's not going to prove anything. <laughs> I don't care. I just want to hear it. No, I'm not dancing to your tune today, Alex. Mm. Uh, look, this is for the benefit of our listeners. They all want to hear. If you, want I really hear, want to hear it. If now. you want to hear Creeper do a Cockney accent, oh blimey! Oh, <laughs> Mary Mer- Poppins. You sound like Rory Powell. I sound like our American colleagues when they try to sound mm. like an English person. Yes, offensive, outrageous. What's that so, all about? So like, I, I have no nobody, idea. Nobody knows the, the giant's crotch. But yeah, any, any, any more on that? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. What's your favourite uh, tricky uh, road to negotiate? Are we really doing this? Yeah. Good, because I prep four. Oh my god, I cannot remember what it's called. It's in cool the Lake District, uh, and it is called something like the Impossible or something like that. Should we go down here? But yeah, like all's Charlotte and I drove up it in a one point two Clio. Nice, nice, and survived to tell the tale. <laughs> <It was, laughs> on a day, it was just a bit steep. <laughs> like, it was like you, you know, she was like, oh, "I still think we should go up here." Shh. But it's called I've the impossible. It's not called the impossible. If you live there, please tell me what's called. A lot of those roads next to the like, lakes in the actual Lake District are a bit scary. Yeah, it's it very close to the road. And then if it rains a bit hard, yeah. it goes over the yeah. road. Not having it. Also, when we went on holiday to Crete, uh, we drove back the way that the GPS told us to come. And that was the mm. most... That was the I'm scariest fear them. thing that I've ever done. Literally sheer drops on the side. I'm not doing that. Um, right. The only positive is because obviously the driver uh, was on the other side, so I, I wasn't she, that close. She first. Was first. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, oh, oh, there am I. Fucking there. Uh, is it me? Okay, so uh, Adam Lees writes in saying, uh, I've really not, I have been enjoying it. I thought I've said, I've not been really enjoying it. Oh, Christ. I've uh, been enjoying uh, Prepared to Try series, and it's inspired me to tackle a Souls game soon. I'm not normally patient enough for those kind of games, but I'm willing to learn and put the effort in. I wondered, should I attempt Bloodborne? which I have a copy of, or wait for Dark Souls 3. I'm curious to know whether Rory will give either of these a shot after completing Dark Souls. Well, let's hope not. Oh, Christ, that's sobering though, isn't it? I think if you've got Bloodborne, well, you should play it. I would say, like, yeah. you've done, you well, you're almost from. at the yeah. end of the first game. You need to do 2, 3 and Bloodborne next. You would, you know. I don't... No, 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 no
I would, but if we do it in a more sensible fashion, which we can do, this, doing it like this is madness. Uh, I think if you've got a copy of Bloodborne, you should absolutely play because mm. it's a brilliant game mm. and it's totally different to Dark Souls. Yes, there's similarities. You can sell them made by the same people, but in terms of its story setting and style, entirely different. So play that and then you can go on to Dark Souls 3. I think it's actually a good primer for Dark mm. Souls 3. So you'd skip Dark Souls 2? Skip 2, go back to 1. I'd be surprised. Well, if you've got Xbox, oh no, you won't because it's Bloodborne's PS4 exclusive. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Dark Souls doesn't get a HD remaster at some point. Demon Souls. Dark Souls. Oh, Dark Souls. Like, I don't know, that's Did not you based on Demon anything. Souls? A little bit. I got it free on PS Plus. Right. It's one of those games that it'd be cool if they remastered that as well yeah. because there's so many cool online features yeah. and obviously no one's really playing it anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I would do Bloodborne and then you can go to go back to Dark Souls 1 or 3 okay come yes you've got a piece of feedback oh I do have a piece of feedback hi all I'm Sean from Liverpool just first wanted to thank you all for keeping me thoroughly entertained on my commute to and from my girlfriend's house so he has to commute to and from his girlfriend's house it's work being with you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, your banter has nearly had me bursting out with laughter and gathering strange looks from the other commuters nearly Nearly. (laughs) Nearly. (laughs) cheeky (laughs) only just Uh, my question is should I pick up MGS5 despite the fact that I've never played a previous MGS game I've heard the story is very convoluted and dense but the open world gameplay tempts me incredibly do you think great gameplay can make up for skipping the story? Keep up the great work, you lot. And a word that begins with D at the end that we're not allowed to say anymore. Ooh. You are allowed to say yeah. it. Oh. Are allowed to say Duncan? Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're reading out somebody else's. Oh, yeah. Sean said Duncan, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as soon as you've finished Metal Gear 5, would you recommend it? Uh, yes, very much so. But I'm not sure... Because I've played them all a lot of times. Like All the previous games are some of my favourite games, so I'm not sure I can see... Whether it'd so be worth it. Yeah. I think a lot of people that aren't clear on the story and still derive a lot of enjoyment from those games. I so I don't think mm, that's maybe no. a necessary factor. But do you think it's a good no. one to start with? Uh, I think it's a really fun game to it play. It is a really fun game. But I'm not even sure. Even if it's a fun game to play, like, even if mm. you don't make it all the way to the end, like, you yeah. can still have a really good time. Yeah. The best thing about Metal Gear Solid Five is if you're not that bothered about story you can easily play it and there's, yeah. there's, it's, it's very incidental. Yeah. it's like a bunch of challenges yeah right? and yeah, out of all the Metal Gear games it's the least intrusive it's yeah. definitely like, the one to play if you're going to choose one to play yeah. but I, I can I can't not recommend playing them all to yeah. be honest because they're all such great games and you do get a little bit out of it but especially in the uh, chapter 2 was it episode 2 they call it I can't remember but after you finish the main game there's a whole other section and yeah. the story elements and them harken back to previous games right Go for, go for Snake Eater. Snake Eater is a classic. Yeah, a great yeah. game. Uh, I think that's it for this week's it is. Uh, podcast. Uh, the email address if you want to drop us some feedback, IGN underscore UK feedback at uh, IGN.com. Uh, until then, uh, we will see you later. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.